0: Just the Black Powder Podcast. Kick up your feet, lean on your armrests, and get your mind blessed on this conquest. Hold a grip like a 12k. Let this moment kick. Black people moving and having some gun ownership. I carry weight, not to keep the camera safe. It's thinking about you, my kids, and my parents' faces. The big topics they don't wanna involve us. Think we're novices, but now we're moving hard with revolvers. This the Black Powder Podcast. Let's get it started. Primers hit the powder is lit, it's time to get on target. Welcome to another episode of the Black Powder Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Yasuke Fett, and just a general reminder of your marching orders and why we have created the Black Powder Podcast. The main mission is to change the social view of black society and firearms. How do we do that? Glad you ask. We talk, walk, read, write, and think about it to find a better solution for a brighter future for the proper protection of black people. Join us through education, practice, and safety as we take down the stigma of black people and guns one discussion at a time. Just a general reminder, you cannot do a mag dump without a couple of rounds. So if you like what you're hearing and you happen to like this show, send out an email to blackpowderpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what your favorite episode is. Whether or not you agree, disagree, or have questions, please make sure to send them to blackpowderpodcast at gmail.com. And always feel free to like, share, and subscribe. The only way to continue to grow is to continue to share this knowledge with other people. And the only way to even get the message out is to let everyone know. So once again, if you like what you heard and would like to continue to hear, please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, you can find us on multiple platforms, especially main ones. Uh, As of recently, we are now on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and, audible let's get right down to it uh, first and foremost sorry 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 it such a long time since I've uh, done an episode had a lot going on in life uh, one of these things one of these days I'm gonna make sure that there's not going on not a lot going on in life I can just go ahead continuously put out these podcasts with no issues whatsoever but you know life is interesting just like I know next year is gonna be interesting but that'll probably be where an episode of Warbound Radio. For the time being, we're going to just jump right into the issue. Today's episode is Protection with Intent. Image is nothing. Thirst is everything. And no, this is not a sprite commercial I'm talking about. Uh, most of y'all have probably already known about the Brick Girl, a.k.a. Brickgate. I think her name is uh, Rhoda Boucher. It was a pat- attacked a while ago. Uh... The Daily Dot claimed that she was hit by a brick by a man at a club who was upset because she would not give him her number, allegedly. I don't know about y'all, on a daily basis, men face a lot of rejection, Uh, especially people who are used to it on a consistent basis, no matter what. But regardless, I don't think there's gonna be some dude out there that's just gonna hit another person with a brick simply because of the fact that they've been rejected Now, granted you do have those one-offs and everything and you do have those crazy people out there but on average some dude ain't gonna hit you with a brick just because you wouldn't give him a number uh, my thing is why it's so hard to believe her is the fact that if anybody's been hit with a brick their face isn't just gonna swell up like I don't know like you've been hit with a fist a fist is one thing a brick is another thing And her face was swollen there was no tissue damage there was no blood there was no broken bones i mean let's be honest it's a brick so already the story looked kind of foul when on top of that it looked like she was trying to get some attention uh just by being around somebody she was blaming black men for not protecting her and it looked like most of the dudes that were being recorded on in the first place were like we don't know who this woman is and even if they did know who she was they looked like they didn't want anything to do with it um. So yeah, there is, in my opinion, a large portion of lying going on. Speaking to you from personal experience and uh, just personal viewpoint in general, I know my biggest issue is the fact that I'm getting tired of, of hearing, uh, whether it's social media, the news, black media networks, whatever, I'm completely tired of hearing about how black men are not trying to protect black women. You got a lot of black dudes out there that are not doing anything as far as protecting them or making sure that they're safe or providing some sort of uh, protection without having to provide them provision. Just basically, you know, uh, protection of the collection based on the complexion, if you will. Don't get me wrong. It depends on the situation, but depending on what's going on, there is a chance that I will help you. But if it's some bullshit that you did on your own I mean there's only so much I want to do But in this case It seems like And this is the thing that's getting me Is the fact that she Is coming from another country And it's just painting a Broad brush of blackness If you will So basically if you're black And she's in trouble You have to help her regardless It's just something that you have to do It's in your DNA it needs to be done despite the fact that historically on her timeline she has gone out of her way to insult and basically deface the image of black men in general and it's even gone as far as to start going into other categories and saying something to the extent of all Ghanaian women are better than black American women or all Nigerian women are better than black women in America, so on and so forth. So basically she is going out of her way to be divisive, yet whenever something happens to the point where she needs help or she needs to take advantage of the complexion and the benefits and protection, and so on and so forth that it comes with, now all of a sudden the story changes. This goes way beyond her nationality as well as her sexual orientation because she was out there belittling men based on her sexual orientation, which is at least she's a lesbian. That's neither here nor there. What sticks out is the fact that men ain't shit until you need them. This was her M.O. and that was what she was portraying online. That was her image. So the fact that she can turn around and say nobody's trying to protect her and then make it seem like it's our fault not trying to protect her at all. I mean, that's that's some bullshit. This is why she's in the situation she, she's in now. Because uh, when she, and this is the sickening part, when she actually ended up having a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe or whatever the hell she put up, there was a lot of sympathetic, bleeding-heart people that didn't do the research. They just went out there and started putting money online and put it in her pocket. So as soon as she got the money and she was better off, she decided that it was safe enough for her to go outside. And this is not the first time she's done a GoFundMe. There was another one in the past. She set up the GoFundMe herself. Uh, Shout out to Daphne, uh, because she's the one that actually, the queen of accountability, basically. She's the one that, that goes out, does the deep, hardcore research to find this stuff out. And once the facts are out there, there's really no going back. And this is the second, like I said, this is the second time that this woman has done this. So now, ironically enough, she is saying that there was some women that attacked her. Despite the fact that, according to her, women were strong, women were superior, women are more better. You know, the whole M.O. that she's trying to basically portray. Now, all of a sudden, she doesn't really trust women because women attacked her. I mean, hell, what does she have left? Uh, you know, you're going to leave her in a room with a goldfish, and all of a sudden the goldfish is going to attack her somehow, some way. I don't know, turn into a damn great white shark. This is uh, This is the problem. It has nothing to do with her race. It has nothing to do with her sexuality. It has everything to do with the fact that she's crying wolf, and she is playing a dangerous game. Because as of now, she has no allies to actually protect her should something decide to happen one day. She has nobody in the corner, and she is going to be alone by herself dealing with these things that she is basically wrought upon her, her life. Because I guarantee you right now there's people out there that are cursing her name. There's people out there that see her as worth nothing. There's people out there that don't want to have anything to do with her because of this whole situation she set up on her own. So, if you have a history of lies and you use others for your own financial gain at the detriment of their own respect, the community watches. We see it. We hear it. We won't forget it. When there's a history of you slapping white men and bashing men as a group, then bashing women of another nationality, despite them sharing your image, the community watches. That was another thing she did. I don't know if it was paid race play or whatever, but she was out on the street and she was slapping white dudes saying some bull like "This is for my ancestors," which again, that's that's not really the mentality that the average black person in America shares. The average foundational black person in America shares. You know, we we don't go around doing that. Now, whatever is going on behind the scenes or whatever she's getting paid money for, okay, cool, but. Keep that out of our pool, because we don't want anything to do with that. We already got enough to worry about. And you're just adding this weird craziness to it. That, that, just, that ain't helping at all. And when you seek to scam the community willingly and off, uh, <laughs> you're just gone out of your way. Full of your bias. The community continues to watch. We do not forget you had time to do a Facebook Instagram live while claiming you'd been hit by a brick you even had time to do one after the incident when you're in the hospital so as far as I know you've got people that have been hit by bricks before and the last thing they're doing is standing up in a hospital or in a hospital bed or standing at the scene where where the incident happened complaining and claiming they've been hit by a brick and they're going to sue and nobody's willing to protect them and the whole nine yards of blame, the average person who's been hit by a brick isn't going to be doing anything like that. The average person is going to be taking a dirt nap. Or at least a nap in the dirt. I'm not saying a full dirt nap. Let's just say a partial dirt nap. Whatever you want to call it. They're going to be knocked out. Period. So I don't see how this woman, who's got like a twig figure, if you will, is still on her feet if she's claiming that she's been hit by a brick. So what did the community learn from watching? Unfortunately, there's still people out there that will fall for anything without doing full research or gathering all the facts. And then there's some of us that are more inquisitive when it comes to certain decision making from the people that's being watched. Then there's some of us that are willing to uphold and defend no matter what she is screaming out. And this is still suspect. This is still fishy mentality. You should always question whatever the situation is before deciding to act. I mean, if you, it, it's like you're carrying one day. And there's actually a video of this now that I think about it, but just say you're carrying one day, you know, walking around Walmart, and you get to drop on, on one of the guys, keyword being one of the guys that was robbing Walmart. Okay, cool, you took him out. But what about the three or four others? You didn't see the three or four others because you didn't bother to question the situation. You didn't bother to do the research or listen to what was going on. You just assumed that there was one thing happening and one thing only, and you decided to put all your energy towards that. There's nothing wrong with helping somebody out, but at least know what the situation is before you do it. Because you got a lot of people out there that Will expect help no matter what As long as they tell you a sweet story They're going to expect that That wallet to loosen up a little bit And a couple of dollar bills to come flying out Or just physical help in general Or whatever They will be expecting something for nothing People try and get by on their story all the time But Sometimes it's just for show But as a man and as a witness Anyone, especially a woman who calls for protection, needs to have a protector. You got a lot of people that look at the word submission and they think that it's a draconic word. It's it's where they gotta, I don't know, put some chains on and, you know, agree to every single word that a man says. Or or just something crazy like that. Sometimes it's not you know we're not trying to go back to the Conan the Barbarian period but Jesus if we're telling you something that's actually worth listening to or you know has a, a general warning behind it that really needs to be heeded I would think that it's kind of important for you to submit to that, that, that logic so like I said submission is a word that most women hate but in submission to a man, a man submits his life before God, or the gods of his choice. So basically this means that with the submission of a wife, a man submits and accepts the forfeit of his life to cover those under his guidance and protection. By submitting his life for his family, he also submits his soul to God. Therefore, if you submit to a man, and he is providing provisions and protection, He's providing those provisions and protection to make sure that the legacy that both of you are creating together can continue to flourish. He's not sitting here saying, you're going to listen to me, you're going to obey me no matter what. I've had relationships in the past where I was like, this seems, scene, it seems fishy here. It doesn't seem safe. And I didn't get listened to. Thankfully, there was a few times where you know we came out on the safe side of things. And then there was a few times where I'm like What the fuck is happening? We need to get this fixed So I went Ended up going deeper down the rabbit hole Only to try and climb back out Because the person I was with Didn't want to listen to me They didn't want to submit to the logic And protection that I was providing How can you claim that you want protection Whenever you can't listen Because if I'm going to lay my life down And send my soul to God over protecting you then you need to submit to the logic that i'm trying to provide for you it's not me saying get on your knees and bow down to the king this is me saying hey look this is the situation we both know what we are bringing together we both know what we're trying to watch out for in order to make sure that this continues please listen to what i what i'm saying so it does not put myself Or both of us at risk because we need to make sure that we are both on the same page to get out of this situation safely or avoid it completely in general. That's just one form of it. But on the protection aspect, that's what it breaks down to. A man cannot be expected to protect another woman because she is not under his cover. This might sound like it's a sexist thing, but it's not. Is a man's life worth nothing to his society? Yes, it is worthless. That is why it's easy for a woman to get on social media and belittle and degrade the man on a platform and get away with it. Does anybody remember whenever they called all black men bullet bags? And it's okay for you to sit back and say that you don't need to claim a man for protection. That's fine. But can you protect yourself in your declaration of saying that you don't need a man? If you're in a club environment, clubs can always breed danger, especially if the club looks shady. And I'll be honest with you, the club that uh, Rhoda was at looked extremely shady. Didn't look like she was going to find protection in a small corner or a can or whatever. It was shady as hell. Will your girlfriends be willing to help? Where were your girlfriends during this whole Britgate event? It looked like it was just her again this is another reason why it looks suspect but also if you are claiming that you're around women that are a lot better than men okay cool can they protect themselves are they willing to protect themselves last time i checked the average person is only willing to record something as it's happening instead of going out and protecting themselves or helping the person that's being done wrong find protection average person is going to sit there record a videotape and then You know claim it it as evidence once they go to court or whatever. That's about it But by then it's already too late You're probably in a situation where you're you're dealing with more injuries that are worse than What would have happened if the situation would have been stopped? And let's just While we're on that topic she preferred women. That's fine. Where was the woman that you're partnering with that was supposed to protect you? Why are you not with the person in her case a woman That is willing to protect her. Because just because she's with uh, she would be with another woman doesn't mean that other woman knows, doesn't know how to protect her. I can guarantee you, based off of the attitude and the other stuff alone that she has displayed over her social media, she cannot find anybody that is willing to protect her because she is the type of person that breeds a lot of distrust and she probably. Pulls that sort of energy towards her to create a negative environment. That's why you, you're going to see all this negative stuff on her timeline and all this negative stuff happening. And she's got a lot of delusion as well because she's not looking at the problems that she is causing. If anything, she's looking at the fact that, like most delusional people, there's nothing wrong with her. She's not the cause of the situation. Everything is perfectly fine in her life. So again, are you a person worthy of protection? If you come off as generally rude and nasty and you're filming yourself assaulting people, you really can't get upset with the end result once the protection or lack thereof backfires for you. And do you deserve protection? Everybody deserves the right to be willing to protect themselves due to the fact that you are your own first responder. If you're going to be a badass, you need to be ready to be a badass. You can't wait. And prepare yourself to be a badass because by then it'll be too late. As the old adage goes, if you fuck around, every corner will be a large amount of find out hiding. You need to have a common, decent mindset that definitely keeps people accountable. And when you lack accountability, you also lack a moral compass. You also need to give me From my perspective Give me something good to die for To make it beautiful to live Like they said in the Queens of the Stone Age If you're coming at me And you're giving me just all this negativity in my life And you're not really Being that Helpmate if you will That's going to be in my life Then why am I here I'm not going to Sit down and, and die Simply because there's a person who's Expecting it or they think that they're better than me or they think that they deserve the protection simply because they are a certain, I don't know, race, age, gender, whatever. If you're not providing anything that is going to motivate me to protect you, why should you expect it? That's not worth dying for. So it means I'm making something of my life, we all are, but how can I throw my beautiful choices beautiful because I have to find beauty in my life because the world does not give a damn about my choices, a way for someone who is known to make ugly decisions with ugly outcomes And Rhoda, made ugly decisions and also this thing here kings and queens of what I still refuse the title and crown of being called a king, I do not have subjects that want to live or die for my decisions, just like the average woman's not a queen There can be only a finite amount of Queens and Queens need to have subjects willing to die for them So who are you? Who do you have that's willing to die for? Who's willing to Die for you or who are you expecting to die for you? If there's an expectation of somebody dying for you, you may be part of the problem Because at the end of the day if you're not willing to look at the situations that you're putting yourself into and the lies that you're telling everybody And the fact that you're not willing to change what you're adding to a troublesome situation, you're going to continue to find yourself unprotected. And if anything, you're going to find yourself more molested. And it doesn't matter how many bricks get thrown at you, you're not going to be able to build a house on that foundation. It's the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it split. We got the wisdom, hitting targets with a mark with precision. We're having fun in the booth, we're running gun for the truth. Every future black gun owner, we're spreading the news. We do it legal, we're moving regal and blessing the people. Some hoes for the culture, we keep it locked like guns in a holster. Holding it down as we're loading the rounds. If they were nervous back then, right. then they're gonna be scared of us now. Black Powder Podcast, we'll be back in a while. Yeah.